I am here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was so crazy. Um, you called me, and it was like, I have a call from Progress Daily. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Technology. Okay. We figured oh it out. We're gosh. smart people. Okay. You can add like eight people on this. That'd be a that, cluster, but that's crazy. That would seem horrible because even right now we're talking <laughs> over each other. Imagine eight people. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, I'll just so for anyone that is listening, I uh, hit up John. John and I became friends a couple years ago uh, from his girlfriend Sarah at an event called Epicurrence, and uh, we've been buddies since. John is a an amazing skateboarder, content creator, internet professional. I guess I could say if you're a professional skateboarder, right? I mean, you have your own deck and all that, and you're yep. sponsored. Um, True. So John is super awesome. I love John. He's positive. He's like just right on with all the good vibes. So I thought it'd be really rad to take like five, ten minutes of John's time and introduce everybody to John Hill. If you already don't know who he is, if you're from the internet world, you probably have heard of him. So let's get into it. So yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what's up? <laughs> John, so if for everyone that doesn't know you, maybe just give like a quick like couple a minute or something on just like, you know, who you are, what you're doing. Obviously you're skateboarding, like maybe like what what your daily life looks like. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yes, John Hill is the name. Uh, I've been on YouTube for about three years now, but I've been skateboarding since I was 10 years old. That's my main passion. Uh, I just actually became a professional skateboarder within the last year, uh, which is sort of like the dream as a kid. And that happened. And luckily through the process, I've learned about a lot of other things that I'm interested in, like traveling a little bit, but also creating content. I've been doing that the whole time since I've been skating and just recently it's sort of taken into effect and I've built a career around that. But yeah, I moved to New York city um, after living in California for about three years and California was full place to move to for this skateboarding. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm half Korean. I don't know if that matters, but that's, yes. <laughs> that's another little I'm half, me- there. I'm half Mexican. So we're both half these of something. I did not know that. <laughs> actually. Yes. Wow, you look like a fully white human being. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Probably because I'm inside all day on my computer now, but yeah, I do get tan if I'm outside. <laughs> okay, okay. I try. Plus, also, I think I think like people who aren't completely white sometimes have trouble recognizing people who are Asian. Like in California, um, nobody can tell I'm Asian. It's really weird. What really? It's, yeah, I swear. It, it's well because a lot of people in California they're like dark skin. A lot of them are yeah. like. I, there's a lot of like Mexicans and then uh, Cambodians. Yeah. So yeah, pretty funny. That's cool. So um, with YouTube, you, you were doing daily vlogging for, I mean, you're still pretty much daily vlog. You don't do on the weekends, right? So actually the last two weeks or so really recently I've been doing daily again. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. And that, that's been fun because I've sort of figured out an easier way to handle it. I have someone helped me with editing, um, and that's just, it's like created a world of difference. So when someone's like, I'm super curious about that. When someone helps you with editing, do you have to give them lots of direction at the beginning? Is there like a learning curve with that? Like, how do you, how do you handle that with? Yeah. I mean, that? like crazy. It's funny. Cause it's, it's something that like, I'm, I'm always like scared to put out there, but the truth is they help me. It's not like they, they don't do the final draft and I upload it. They basically put all the footage together. 
Um, okay. in, and then throughout the day, I give notes here and there. I'm like, hey, if you can put this before this and add this to this and maybe have a song kind of like this. And then yeah. they send me that. They send me all the files that go along with it. And then I basically just fine tune it. So that has saved me, I don't know, I mean, three, four, three to five hours a day. Um, so have you, process, yeah. Oh, dude, I bet. So have you read the four hour work week then? <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'm actually yes. listening to it on audio right now, which is so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. And next you're going to hire a virtual assistant too. So that's so funny. Cause I'm actually looking into it. <laughs> so yes. Yes. But yeah. That's yeah. perfect for you. That's I'm actually really like happy to hear that, that you have helped doing that because obviously like you love editing and all that, but there are certain parts that you probably like about editing more that, you know, you don't necessarily want to spend your time. Your time's not valuable in certain areas of video edit where um, you could be more valuable. So that's super cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A lot, Cause a lot of people will like feel bad. I mean, a lot of people who follow me will start feeling bad for me. Cause they're like, dude, I, I want to watch you every day, but I, I feel your struggle of having to film and edit. So it's like yeah. people almost want to know, uh, to an extent that like I'm not doing all of it, that I actually have some parts taken care of. And I, I do believe in like getting help. And I, I think like to grow anything and YouTube is somewhat of a business at the end of the day. So uh, ha having an employee to help you with what your job is, I think is important. Even if it is like your fun outlet. Um, yeah. I mean, having help, I don't think, uh, I, I don't think people should be ashamed of that. So no way. Um, cool. So differences from, LA to NYC like is there anything that you're I mean it seems like you really love living in New York yeah. um is there anything that you miss about LA I mean just the weather uh, in yeah. reality LA so it's so spread and there's so so many different things happening so many different scenes that it's actually kind of hard to find your place in LA uh and then once you sort of grab onto something like skateboarding you know I, I can excel and you know, you can grow in skating and grow in the culture of skating. But then I, I, there's like just so many different things to do. I don't know. New York seems like it's, it's more like everything's heading sort of one direction. So it's like yeah. there just seems like a bigger community for any kind of thing that you're into. So I, I love yeah. skating. But in California, it was just too much. It was too much skating. It was like everyone skates. And that's the yeah. only focus when we hang out. It's like usually with skaters, it's like drink, smoke skate sleep and that's it and it's like and it, and it and and then bills on the first of the month yeah exactly and then bills come and then you're like oh crap i forgot to work this month um dude yes but yeah in new york it's like everybody has multiple things figured out with me now that i'm here i've been hanging out with not just skateboarders i'm hanging out with people who make content who create cool things who like build businesses it's that's very exciting for me to explore different worlds because skateboarding can definitely alienate you which is kind of cool because it provides a community. But at the same time, um, you want to be able to like adapt to the world. Uh, and New York has helped me like move that direction. Awesome, man. So is there anything new going on with you? I mean, obviously, uh, I've, I've seen that you guys got a new space and it sounds like you're dabbling in a bunch of different things. There's anything like new and exciting. Maybe you can tell, tell us a little about your clothing line. Uh, yeah. Anything, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things. There's actually, yeah, I mean, I'm constantly trying to do something new. And, and for a while, the idea was to try to have an announcement every three days that I could be like, yeah. hey, this cool thing is <laughs> happening. But that's, that's insane. Yes. So, um, 
you know, like when you're like new apartment, okay, three days later, now what do you say? Like new car? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't mind saying any of it. But like, yeah, when it comes to Progress Daily, the clothing company, that you know, you're supposed to have a focus when you build a brand. But I'm pretty yeah. much doing the opposite. I don't really know exactly where it's going, but I know that like, so so right now I'm connecting the company with like a few charities that i'm trying to like oh sweet yeah help in the process so on the on the website i'm building it now and it's it's taking a while because it's definitely like a little elaborate but yeah the main page is supposed to have like three links to uh different charities and then we're basically gonna be making clothing for the charities and charities get 100 percent of the profits it's literally just that's like, so cool yeah I, and i think it's like i mean just for the sake of also like maybe creating a video for them and and just like working in that world because I, I don't know. It just seems really exciting right now. And especially with like progress daily, I, I don't want to be like one of those people who just keeps accumulating things because I yeah. can. And like yeah. YouTube is sort of a platform where creators can get carried away and be like, there's a million ways to profit off the audience. Let's just keep doing that. And I don't know that, that to me, I'm so afraid of that, that I feel like that's sort of why I've created this buffer of let me try to make money and build something where I literally make no money from it. And just um, and give back. No, I love the idea of giving back. It's like so much, it's so much more powerful. No, I think everyone, I'm excited to see that. Everyone's going to love it, I'm sure. I hope um, so. So what else? Do you have anything else going on? Any other like cool projects? I mean, anything that yeah. you can talk about or that you want to share? Yeah, definitely. I think there, there's that. Uh, that's like with Progress Daily in general and trying to figure out what to do with that because I've, I, I'm really into like, okay, you're a designer. And that's yeah. one reason I think I'm so like stoked on everything you're doing. And I'm like, how does he create, you know, something out of nothing. And, and yeah. I've been like, like, that's why I, I don't know if I send it to you, but I created like a little animation that was really dorky. Um, so sick. And it, it was like, it was just a cart. It was a cartoon of like a monkey and a pirate hanging out. And yes. I, and I was like so excited about that, but it just kind of sent me in this loop of like, I really want to design more because I actually sort of have a background of, designing for a baby onesie company where I literally yeah. create like 500 designs and, but I'd never think of myself as like a designer. I don't know. It just doesn't, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't think I, I can live up to that. When I see you design, I'm like, bro, you know. you're the next amazing <laughs> artist. I promise. No, you're so creative. I know a hundred percent, like deep down my veins, like if you start like drawing and creating and design, like you'll be so good. Dude, I feel like all skaters have that. I don't know. I feel like all most skaters are super creative. It, it seems like, yeah, it, it seems like a skater usually plays an instrument or draws. It's like yeah. the, the other two things that every skater does. And, and I get that. It's because we spend all day trying to, like, be creative. And, you know, exactly. after 10 years of it, you're like, where else can I put this? And, you know, we, I figured out a few things. Like, filmmaking is definitely a good creative outlet. But um, on top of that, this is something that I needed to talk to you about, but in New York, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do like, we've already started the talks. We have a studio planned out and like all this stuff, but we're kind of like talking about uh, doing a very miniature version of like a buffer festival here. Oh, sick. Yeah. And that, that would be, be amazing. New York yeah, needs that. Like, I don't want to have to go across the border. That's what I'm saying. Right. Right. And <laughs> even though it's still far from you, which is unfortunate, but like, I, I think that would be really cool. And right See, now that I just moved to uh, this new studio on Broadway, yeah. um, it's where I work every day. But across the street is my friend Doton. And if anyone's oh, familiar sweet. with him, he literally goes around the world and plays the piano. He brings his piano with him. Oh, it's... I've seen this guy. He's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. So he lives across the street and he happens to be 
one of the coolest people. And now his job is, this is amazing. This would be really cool to dabble into one day, but he has his own studio space um, and it's huge. And he rents it out to like a company to use pretty much every day. But yeah. we had a conversation about the Buffer Festival thing and he, he so badly wants to collaborate on that idea that it's literally a free space for us to do these events. And I've, uh, that's something else. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to dabble into that and have like creators involved. And, you know, we have some people in New York, great. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, it would be, I, I think we could expand that and turn it into like a real powerful thing that happens, you know, like twice a year or something. And, and it's also a really cool thing for, well, the community, first of all, but filmmakers like us who put out content so consistently to work on a piece you know what i mean yeah. like to work on a film rather than yeah one day one you know so and what's cool about that uh is if you and your crew you know whoever's behind it creators creating it that are in the game are i just think it'll come out so good if you got if, if something like that happens because like it's like a teacher that becomes a principal like knows how it is to be a teacher, you know? And right, it's not right. like they just became a principal and then they don't know what it's like to be a teacher. So they're the dick to all the teachers. Like, exactly. I think that like you, like creators creating an event like that could be so cool. So sweet. I've got like yeah. two more things and then I'll let you go. I know you got a uh, family coming. So, yeah. um, okay. So I have like a lot of like high school kids that listen to my stuff. I'm sure you do in YouTube, but do you have any like, solid realistic advice when it comes to making content and how to kind of stand out like for you you have your skateboarding and now you have like you've got all the progress daily stuff like do you think it's like really important to have something special about yourself when you create content to stand out or do you think that matters do you think you should just jump in and just start making content and figure it out as you go do you have any like advice on content I do think, I think that people should create content to see how good they are at it. Not necessarily put out the content. I think yeah. you, can, you can film, just keep filming videos that you eventually want people to see and sort of gauge it, gauge it with friends and see what people think about it. And I mean, you can post it as well, obviously. But, you know, I, I think when you start something, you want it to be exactly i don't know how to explain it it's hard like when you when you start a channel people are going to yeah. go back and watch your first videos yeah 100%. so so if you are in this trial error you know phase where you're not giving it 100 percent, i would say keep it to yourself um yeah. but i think once you start giving it 100 percent, that's when you post it on your channel um and i would say it doesn't matter that you're doing something exciting as long as you can say tell it in a very exciting way so, yes, you know, I, get I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that every single person has a very interesting story if it's told the correct way. Um, and that's it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you start a YouTube channel, I mean, there are people who, you know, you like, let's, let's talk about like David Dobrik, probably one of the most popular YouTubers on the planet. If you talk about like what he does, like what his skill is, it's actually, you can't really pinpoint it. You're like, what's he good at? <laughs> he's good he's, he's good at comedy right like that's yeah. his thing he's good at comedy but but the thing is he's so good at telling this story with him and his friends that it's like one of the most popular and interesting things on youtube but he's not necessarily like a talented golfer or you know what i mean he's not yeah. like someone who has a craft he just he just tells stories really well i feel like 100 percent. so storytelling is like a major key i think that's a major key yes and, totally. and i'd totally agree with yeah. you on that 
and learn the some basics days of I'm a camera. Like, yeah. Some days I like post, like I did a video yesterday for this like review of this, like this thing that someone sent me. And like, I was watching back the footage and I'm like, I could totally tell I wasn't into it. And I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> did, did you <laughs> so bad. No, it hasn't been posted. I sent it to them because I'm like, well, if they like it, whatever. But it's like, so I'm like, I just wasn't like into it. I'm like, that's so bad. But it totally I, makes yeah. a huge difference. Yeah, um, I mean, I've had a million videos. Like, I've I've edited probably, I mean, fifty videos that I didn't post. You know. Yeah. In my All YouTube right, so career, I've got two more questions, short questions. Um, one before we go, where can people find you? Obviously, YouTube is it just backslash John Hill? Yes, YouTube John Hill, Instagram John Hill, um, and everything else John Hill Tube which is weird, but like Twitter is John Hill tube. Gotcha. Yeah. Instagram and YouTube are the most lit. And on anchor, anyone's listening from anchor, um, progress daily show, right? That's right. Cool. All right. Last question. This question I'm stealing from Lewis houses because like, I like how he asked it. So I doubt Lewis is going to listen. So he probably won't care. (laughs) Um, but, um, I love, he always ends his interviews with this question. I'm probably going to kill it, but I think it's really cool. Um, okay, so if you, at the end of your life, you're, like, sitting there, you have, everything has been, like, erased, no one remembers anything about you, all your accomplishments, everything is, like, gone, all that exists is you and your thoughts and experiences that you've learned, what three things would you write down on a piece of paper to leave behind to people to read for after you die? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, that is the heaviest question. <laughs> they can um, be they can be short and simple like I mean it's totally unexpected. We didn't go over anything obviously before I called you so. But okay. I'd love to hear some initial just thoughts that come to your head. Um disregard uh doing things for the sake of making other people happy. Yes, I like that. Um I would say um, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Um, pursue, like, pursue your passion over what will probably be more sustainable. Totally. So focus on passion rather than what will make your life sustainable. Gotcha. Like when it comes to like money and whatever. Um, yeah. So, so like, don't is yeah. No, like I making, get it. I get making it. very little for with passion is more important than making a lot with doing something you don't like doing. Hundred percent. Um, and then what else? Um, I guess dab on the haters. That would be a good that uh, that should have been number one. Um, <laughs> let me think. I feel like there's so many things that I say. Uh, I know you got tons of wisdom up in there in that skull, dude. I know uh, you do. I would say I'd probably I'd probably just write down this quote by I can't remember the entire quote, but it's by Neil Gaiman. Um. And he pretty much, it's something along the lines of uh, when you feel like you're outside walking around naked, when you do something that makes you around outside naked, that's when you, that's when you might start to be getting it right. So make sure you're extremely uncomfortable as often as possible um, so that you can obtain the most of life. Love it. Dude, thank you so much for letting me take 20 minutes of your time. Dude, of course, bro. So awesome. Can't wait to see you again. And, uh, dude, we'll connect. Thank you. Absolutely. Dude, hit me up soon. All right, peace. All right, peace.